going on, man? Welcome back to this episode, which is a very, very special one. Today is about free writing, free speaking activities. These are things that you can do with other individuals. So basically, I've compiled a list of different topics all related to social media. Now, you guys have probably already seen the, what is it, the podcast that I did in regards, well, I'm sorry, the video that I did on my Facebook page uh, in regards to social media and in regards to, you know, is social media, does that create false friendships? So I realized that a lot of people love it. They love it so much. So many people were responding and I was like, dude, this is really, really good. So because this is something that you might potentially answer on an IELTS or a writing task or anything in general, I decided to make free speaking and free writing, uh, what is it, questionnaire or let's just say some questions that you could journal by yourself and get your thoughts on paper to you know, ask yourself and realize and engage in a very useful conversation that could probably provide a lot of different things depending on, you know, what countries you're in. So basically some of the questions are like, is social media is good for younger, uh, but is more good for young, what is it? Oh my God. Social media is better for younger people than older people. Social media means people spend more time on their own. Social media lets younger people socialize. Social media makes people feel bad when they compare themselves to, you know, yeah, when they compare themselves to other people. Social media makes us want everything now. And social media makes us have false friendships, which I did in a video. Now, all of these could potentially be videos coming up in the next, um, or maybe have already been videos. So this is going to be just a podcast form. Again, you guys could put this into free writing and you could journal it in something for like 10 to 15 minutes every day. You can engage in this conversation in your language and ask some people at your school or at your job, whatever you want to uh, call it. But what I want to do, again, you can see these questions on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. I'm going to put even more difficult questions and more agree and disagree onto my Patreon. So if you're interested in that, make sure you're locked in on that side because it's very, very important that you guys get more work, especially reading material and developing the vocabulary. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take one of these topics and I'm just going to talk about it. Freely, You guys could write this down or you could, of course, speak about this freely too. So I was very compelled to answer the question letter D, which is social media makes people feel bad when they compare themselves to other people. Do you agree or do you disagree? Now, we're in a very comparative type of world. We are in the digital age, the social media age. Now, we are not able to control our feelings. A lot of people say, I've been off social media for three months and I love my life. However, if you have a business, there's no way that you can actually do business without having social media. So it's very important to not conveniently ignore the fact that social media has propelled so many businesses to become the juggernauts they are today. And it actually helps small business owners too to communicate with their you know, the potential clients or their customers uh, in regards to their products and other things that they sell. So what it does, 
Does it make people feel bad? Well, it makes people who are very weak feel bad. I'm going to give you guys my opinion. Now, are you constantly comparing yourself? Let me give you an example. On Instagram, you're able to mute different posts and different stories. So when you do this, you mute it and you're not able to see that specific person anymore. They are gone unless you click on their profile. Now, I literally have muted everyone except maybe five people on my Instagram. Now, the five people that I follow on my Instagram that I see on a regular basis is, of course, the best motivational speaker ever, Eric Thomas, um, Jack Canfield, and some other very high-level entrepreneurs to communicate my thoughts across to them. Now, you are in control of what you see. Now, if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people and you're feeling bad about how other people are doing at life and you're not, you have the ability to not only turn yourself around, you know, turn your life around, but to also mute them or unfollow them. Some people say, oh, social media is so depressing. It's because you're following depressing people. Now, when I actually go on my Facebook, I no longer Facebook scroll anymore and I no longer get into conversations on Facebook. When it comes to Instagram, um, I rarely get down and I scroll. I literally post what I have to post and that's it. I don't do too much communicating on there. Now, Twitter is more conversation-based. I like that because I can get a feel of different things and respond to different people and create different things. I met a guy from the country Djibouti on Twitter, as a matter of fact. So again, you can use social media the correct way or you can see the bad lining of it and use it the incorrect way. Now, what I said in the video that I recently have posted on my Instagram in one minute form and six minute on my Facebook form is, if it wasn't for social media, I would not be here in Thailand today. No way, no way at all. Back in 2006, I had always had the, the curiosity of meeting Japanese people. And I remember the first Japanese friend I ever had was by the name of Satomi Nakagawa. I switched my location from America to Japan on a very specific morning just before the 2006 World Cup. And I started sending messages to random people. And one of those people were Satomi Nakagawa. Now, this was on MySpace. There was no, there, Facebook came probably three months later or it was already around, but no one knew about it. And this is when Facebook, you can only, people who had university emails, they were the only ones that could sign up. So your average person could not sign up for Facebook. Nonetheless, Satomi and I, we stayed in con connection and we talked to each other every now and then. And she would tell me some of her crazy nights out there in university in Miami before going back to, of course, Japan to study a little bit more. And in 2008, we had become closer. I told her that I was moving into a bachelor pad apartment, beautiful apartment with one of my friends. And then about two weeks later, she said, listen, I got some free time. I was thinking about coming out there to come visit you. I was absolutely elated, and I still remember that buildup. She came August the 12th of 2008. I remember she told me this and sent me her airline ticket and everything in June, and I just counted down the days before she came. I was, I've never been so excited before in my life because this is a girl that I actually met online. Now, were there dangers of her actually coming? Not necessarily, we saw each other on video. And I remember when we saw each other on video, we only had webcam back then. I think it was through MSN. And it was so funny. She's like, yep, you're, you're the crazy guy I heard you know, in the email and this and that. So she ended up coming. 
Um, and I'm looking around at McCarran International Airport out there in Las Vegas with my friend Mark. And he's like, dude, I can't see her. I was like, freak, dude, I don't know where she is. And next thing you know, I remember looking at Mark and he started laughing. He's like, Arceo, is that her? And I looked and sure enough, it was her. Exactly the way she was. No, it wasn't in catfish form. <laughs> Which is another, of course, conversation that we can have some other time. Um, but she walked up to me and I'm like, Satori, nice to meet you. And of course, her her language was probably like low elementary. She wasn't very good at English as she was like a couple years later when she moved to Australia. But let's just put this long story short. She was there for eight days. I promised her that I would come see her a year later. How? I have no idea, but I kept that promise. I went to Australia for the first time traveling on foreign soil and the first in my family to travel on foreign or to, of course, a native country outside of America. And Satomi showed me an idea, an idea of living outside of my norm, outside of my comfortable zone. Two years later, I moved to Australia. Now, Satomi and I, we no longer talk anymore because, of course, there were a lot of things, you know, relationship that I was trying to pursue that really didn't exist. But it was the idea that she showed me of living outside a country of my own. And it changed me forever. Fifteen countries later, uh, thousands of followers later, I'm here. And it was because of social media. Thank you to MySpace. So that's the dramatic tone. That is the underlying, that is the big punchline. And that's what I'm so grateful for in regards to social media. Because of social media, you are able to listen to my voice from around the world and listen to my crazy ass talk about a variety of different things. So guys, I would love to hear some of your comments. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. Make sure you're following some of the videos so you can hear some more of my crazy ass stories. So guys, Thank you again for tuning in to another Arsenio's ESL podcast. Get ready for more, man. We're going to have a lot more free speaking and different activities coming up. I'm your host as usual, over and out.